0: Hey, welcome back to the show. I appreciate you joining us today and listening. Now, last week was kind of a a a weird episode, and what I mean by weird is it was way longer than it than it typically is. Um, I think we landed at like fifty to fifty-two minutes, um, and it kind of went over some of my um, some of my you know my hustle, a little bit of my history. So, but it, even though it was so long, I was like, I'm done. I'm, com- I'm you know, I'm ending it. And then uh, after I, I hit stop. You know, the, we we were planning on posting the podcast. Um, I thought, you know what? I have some more stuff to say. You know, I got some more stuff to say about this. So this episode is is part two of that. I'm going to go a little bit further into some of uh, some of my hustle, and it's it comes in. Uh, it comes at an interesting time. Um what I mean by that is first of all if you're listening in the US tomorrow is Thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving I hope that you spend time being appreciative and grateful for all the things in your life um because no matter how bad it's going or how well it's going there's always things to be appreciative of and thankful of um so I say that first and foremost um And oftentimes, tough things happen right before moments like this, right before opportunity to be thankful. Um, And something tough happened to me. But before I get into that, let me say this. I don't want to spoil it, but there is a... In the Six Secrets for Success, the the free downloadable book that I'm always uh, mentioning in all the podcasts, there I don't want to give it away, but there is a part of it that basically says, like, you know, life's going to throw curveballs at you. And there's going to be some tough times. Get over it, right? And the reason it's in there is because a huge percent of people growing up today, it's, it's a victim mentality. It is a mentality of... Woe is me. And again, there could be instances where it really is, something is really against you. But I think majority of people are that have that mentality are are thinking, you know, everything's against them. And what what a life to live. Like imagine growing up and thinking that I'm gonna fail and there's nothing I can do about it because of such and such thing. It's not a life I want to live, and it sure as heck is not a life I want to teach my kids. You know, We're going to face some challenges. We're going to have some speed bumps, and it's going to suck, and that's just just the way it is, and guess what? When you go to the gym and exercise, you got to put some weight on the bar. You got to feel some pain, and that's what refines you and grows you, and it's the same thing in life. There's going to be times when you hit some speed bumps, and it's going to stink. It's going to be hard. But that's okay because that's what, it, that's what is refining us. And so whatever your challenge is, I hope tomorrow you spend some time to be grateful for what you have because I'm grateful for challenges. I'm grateful for those opportunities to grow and to refine um, even if they're really difficult. So that brings me to my next point. Um, why, why do I bring that up? Because uh, let me say this. I have multiple side hustles. Um, as you heard from the episode last week and as you may hear from the episode this week. Um, but none of them really make any money. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, yeah, some of them make a little bit of money, but um, not enough to be life-changing. And in fact, even this podcast, it, we're currently, if you're listening to it right now, we're so new that we're not bringing in bringing in any income, and that's okay. And if it never does, that's okay, because I think this is a great format to reach out to people and create a community of of individuals that are experiencing and learning and 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 we can learn from each other um and if it does evolve into something that generates income then great perfect why you know that's awesome to get paid for something you like but if it doesn't that's okay and then i have one or two other things that are uh making a little bit of money nothing nothing that you can really live on and i still have a day job um as I mentioned in the last podcast and the last episode and I might mention today is I work in the mortgage industry and I used to be a loan officer and a full-time loan officer and then I kind of went part-time loan officer and then I put a lot of focus into some of the marketing technology. Um, I, I, I didn't love the commission life. It was too much for me. I didn't love the inconsistencies. I'd make good money one month and no money you know, the next two months and that was a bummer. Um, so I decided to kind of lean into the tech side and learn about their database management and, uh, CRMs and things like that. Um, and so I, I, still work for a mortgage company doing those things and I can do a little bit of the loan stuff on the side. Um, but that's my primary income. My base income, if you will, is from the technology side. Well, on Friday, I got an interesting phone call, a phone call no one really likes to hear have Um, if you are familiar with what's going on in the mortgage industry right now uh, rates interest rates are high Um, during 2020 to 2022 rates were super low and everyone was taking advantage of those rates Um, and now they're high and no one a lot less people are wanting to do uh, refinances or purchases or things like that and so the volume is just low and so every company across the board is facing it and the company that I work for was no different. And so they called me on Friday and said, hey, we really like you, but we just can't afford you. Um, and they said this isn't, you know, it wasn't a layoff. They said, look, we're going to bring you. Essentially, they said we have to take you from 40 hours to like 10 hours a week. And I was like, oof, that is a bummer and definitely a big bummer right before the holidays. Um But you know what, I I feel surprisingly calm about it and surprisingly confident. Um, I'm not super worried, which is weird because I, if anyone who knows me, it's like, especially my wife, she can attest to this. Like, um, I'm always like, "Ooh, that's a little expensive," or "That's cheap," or whatever. I, I wouldn't say I'm a cheapskate. I'm just money conscious um, because I'm not. I wasn't grown. I didn't. I didn't grow up in wealth, and, and I wouldn't uh, classify my current financial system or financial status as you know a wealthy person. Um. But so so that hurt. That was surprising, and that's going to be something I have to adapt to. And um, obviously, I'm not making the kind of hourly wages that 10 hours could uh, could really sustain me for very long. So I got to do some planning. I got to think about that. And um, I just you know life's going to throw these these curveballs at us, and that's okay. Um, I have gotten laid off in the past, and it just totally blindsided me and shook me up. But I did my best to learn from it. And it was really hard at that time. And and it might be really hard this time, but it was really hard last time. And you know, I did my very best to learn from it and grow from it and set some systems in place that um, that would help me if that were to happen again. Which now, it's kind of happening again. I mean, not totally, I'm grateful, very grateful for the 10 hours a week um, while I transition and, and figure out what's going on next. But uh, but you know there's some systems I've put in place that I'm hoping I can lean on that'll give me some opportunity a little faster than it did last time I was put into that position. So, you know, we're going through this journey together, and there might be some people listening that are going through the same exact thing, and it's going to be okay. And if you are you going through it for the first time, you're gonna it's going to be a little rough. It could be. And there's going to be a lot to learn. Take notes because there's a good chance you may experience something like this again in the future, whatever it is. You know, for me, it's employment. Uh, for other people, it's different things. But there's a good chance you could experience this again. And, you know, take notes and, and learn from it and grow from it and put some things in place so you don't have to suffer the same way twice. So that would be my best uh, best piece of advice. And for me, when I, when I was laid off the first time, I wasn't in the mortgage business. Um, and I didn't, I, I was just, I think I mentioned this in the last episode. I was just like good at talking to people. I didn't even have a marketable skill. And now from that experience, like I had such a hard time trying to transition into a different career and, and provide the income I needed for my family. I now have that marketable skill, I think. And so I think maybe that's why there's some more confidence in there is it's uh you know, it's, it doesn't guarantee me anything, but it's saying, Hey, I at least know where to look and how to look. I'm not just trying to pitch myself as a, a cool guy to someone, but, uh, you know, there's some areas I can actually look at and and it makes me feel a little better. So again, if you're going through that, whatever it is, that challenge, spend this Thanksgiving, uh, being grateful for what you have, grateful for those challenges to be able to be refined and to grow and, and look for the opportunities to learn within those challenges. um, because that's how we get better. Uh, we have to fail. We have to, to experience hardship uh, to be able to grow and to really understand happiness. Moving forward, if you've gone through some some crap, then you can you know stand there and be like you know I am this this path whatever it is that you're taking that this is making me happy because I've been through some crap and this is the thing that's making me happy and I hope that we. Whatever it is, we can all learn from that. That being said, I wanted to spend a little bit of time today talking and diving in a little bit more to my hustle. Um, a few points I wanted to touch on. I used to want to be a famous actor. Um, I love performing and creating experiences for people and making people uh, laugh and and enjoy things. And so I was naturally attracted to the entertainment business, uh, filmmaking, Um and things like that and you know what I I was pretty naturally good at it when I was younger I just didn't know how to apply any strategy to it and so what I end up doing is what most people do I did high school theater and then I did some community theater and I did a little bit of acting and some commercials and that's about it Because I think I wasn't nurturing what I really wanted to do, which was like be in front of people and make people laugh, give people good experiences. And although I'm grateful for some of those commercials and things like that, um, you know, standing in in a commercial selling a a fridge or a washer and dryer is fun. And and the company that I, I did those things for is a great company, but ultimately it's not what I wanted to do. And, and I still get offers or not even offers, but requests like, hey, we're, there's a position we're looking for. We're doing a workplace uh, video about depression. Uh, do you want to be the, the person that's pretending to be, you know have a, 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 you know that's helping uplift someone else or you do you want to be the person that gets injured in this video? And it's like, you know all that's great and it's really fun, but it just wasn't what I ultimately loved about acting. And so as I kind of sat there and thought about things, I got into um, started reading some business books and started realizing like maybe it's you know, acting is this is this channel I'm pushing this through. But you know, you can have a great time in business too. You can you can bring joy to other people in business and provide awesome opportunities for other people to feel happy and joy and you know, building a brand. And, uh, and so I started getting into, uh, some of that. I started trying to build a quality brand, uh, and give opportunities to, uh, you know, give back and, and provide service to those brands, things like that. And then my only problem was I just didn't have a product. (laughs) I I tried to start building a brand and I didn't have uh, a product to actually promote. And so, you know, any business person is going to tell you, like, don't worry about the name of the business. Don't worry about the logo. Don't worry about this and that. Just work on, you know, the product. What are you doing? Are you providing a, a product or service uh, that's benefiting people's lives? Anyone will tell you that, I think. Um, I did the opposite. I, I created a really cool brand, a really cool logo, all this stuff. And then I tried to figure out how I could turn it into a, an actual product. And uh, uh, no surprise, it did not work. Um, and, but, but again, learning from every mistake it I branched off in different ways and thought about some other businesses that I think can help people and can provide a massive value that branched off from some of those things I just at the time and still now didn't have the ability to invest in those ideas and so I uh, you know put those ideas in the on the back burner and uh, and I will pursue those later I kind of have a little book or a little list of businesses that you know I want to try at some point in my life uh, or or retry in this case. Because um, I think that would provide some awesome value. So I went from that to um, starting a little frozen dessert business with my wife and my, my two little kids. Um, doing a little food trailer and um, providing. I got to kind of do a little bit of both. I, I focused on the product there. We, we sell Italian ice. Um, which is a great product during the summer, especially during uh, you know festivals or carnivals, things like that. And so we had a really good product, and then I was able to get my little itch uh, out and create a cool little brand that people liked and was recognizable. And so we've been doing that and we still are doing that. We're, that's a couple years old. and So I got to kind of do, um, you know, kind of start shaping how to – create a brand create these opportunities for people to have fun and feel joy uh through this dessert uh and and I think it's you know I would say that people who interact with us I hope they are having fun and they are enjoying it and it's it's you know brightening their day and and they're uh, you know they're having a good time even though it's something as little as desserts um and then from there I realized like okay I'm getting this itch out I'm starting to feel this but you know, it's, it's on a very small scale when you're doing a, a small cup of Italian ice for $4. Uh, you know, it's, it's a small scale and it's, and it's, you can only reach how many people are you're in front of. And for where I live, it gets cold in the winter and in the fall. And so it was just for a few months of the year, I get to work this Italian ice truck. Um, and we love it, but you know, once that season passed, I said, okay, what's the next thing? I got to continue to develop and build something to um, to create uh, good opportunities for people. And that's kind of what led me to the podcast um, of multiple things. Um, you know, I heard something from Robert Kiyosaki that basically said, if you're not creating, like if you want to be successful, you need to create because those who are not successful, Or not where they want, they just consume. And I thought, what a a powerful thing to say. So I need to be creating. If I want to create a good experience, I need to, you know, obviously create content or create different things, create opportunity to communicate with people, to talk to people. And then that kind of evolved to, well, hang on, I, I, you know, like, I actually think there's people out there that we're all we're all kind of working towards the same thing. We're working to try to not just, you know, create a brand or anything, but create the lifestyle we want. And why not create a good opportunity and a good experience around that? Because my goals are going to be different than your goals and your goals are going to be different than your neighbor's goals. And so, how do you how do you create a good opportunity and a good experience around people who have you know vastly different goals? And that's why uh, this podcast started uh, to evolve and started to form. And I kind of went back to my roots. I used to I went from being this guy that was creating some, wanting to create content, and I didn't want to, and I wanted just do it all through a brand. To now, I'm kind of in the middle again. I'm in the I'm I'm doing a little bit of brand, a little bit of uh, content creation, and and you know I'm loving it and enjoying it. And I think that has, um, that's something big to say as far as, you know, finding your roots and finding, you know, the things that you really enjoyed when you were younger, some of your natural abilities, Um, you know, take a, take a deep look. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that is something that you can dig up from the past and, and apply that to your life and continue to grow and, and build upon that. Um, You know, don't, don't just bury that. Uh, build upon it. Because I think so many of us had some great uh, talents and abilities when we were younger. And we just, uh, you know, we were told like, okay, it's time to grow up. And uh, and the fact of the matter is, we can still do some of those things that we enjoy. So going forward after, you know, from this show and and, and beyond, there's like I said, I have a list of little businesses I want to do. I want to, you know, get involved in some real estate. I think that's what everyone has to do, right? Um, would love to to dabble in that and invest in some other ideas that I have, and um, and just continue to grow and grow and grow. And, and and you know, you can do anything in life. You just can't do everything. Um, and so, I encourage you to to really write down your goals and write down the things you want to accomplish and write them down in a in a priority order. Uh, because, again, you can't do it all, but you can do it one at a time. So I, I think spend time writing down the type of person you want to become and the type of things you want to accomplish, whether they are professionally or personally or with your health goals. Just write them down. Put them in order and start tackling them one at a time. And I think you'll see a lot of success as you do so. And as we continue with the show, we're going to, you know, there'll be episodes where we talk about planning and and execution and strategy on how to accomplish these goals. Writing them down is not going to be the end all be all, but it will be the beginning. Uh, Because so many people have goals, but they never actually put them down on paper. Um, And so so it is with me. The minute I started actually making goals and putting some plan underneath those goals on paper, documenting them, um, I started actually accomplishing them. Which is awesome, and again, every and anytime I have an idea, I'm jotting them down on that list and uh, and I'll get to them eventually, hopefully, uh, but if not, I'm gonna do my best to do so. So anyway, thanks you so much for joining me today on the show. I appreciate you. Um, that's a little bit of you know a little part two of of my hustle um and the things that I have done and that I wanna do. And I appreciate you joining me. Uh, Please go to familyhealthandhustle.com and download the Six Secrets for Success. Again, those are foundational principles to help us build this journey to success on um, so that we can learn and grow. And again, they're not going to be crazy, mind-blowing principles, but they're going to be something that create a solid foundation for this journey. And so I encourage you to go download that. And until the next one, I will see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving tomorrow.